Paradiso 2017, I think, bro. We um, you know, we have we have our booth, um, and you know, it's Paradiso. It's right at the gorge. If you know where the gorge is at, you know, it's up in eastern Washington. Um, weather gets kind of crazy out there, and you know, what I'm saying everyone was evacuating the venue, and then we're just in our booth, bro. My booth is flying off because this wind is hella strong, and me and my brother are just holding it down. You know, my booth was literally one of my canopies got wrecked. And then my wow. booth just flew off, yeah. bro. My booth literally just flew off. What's up, everybody? This is the Untapped Potential Podcast. And today, we're tapping in with Roger Maldonado. He's the CEO and brand director of Mediums Collective, a high-end streetwear brand out of Seattle, Washington. What's going on, Roger? How you doing today? Thanks Welcome. for joining us. Hey, what's popping, popping, guys? Appreciate you all, man. Appreciate the love. Appreciate the platform, bro. Thanks yeah. for the invite today. For sure, for man. Sure. Thanks for making the drive all the way up here to Linwood. Yeah. Uh, you know, how's it going? How have things been with Mediums Collective lately? It's good, bro. You know, we're just staying busy. You know, we're busy, bro, grinding. Finishing off the year, 2021 was a big year for us, bro. Yeah. So, you know, just uh, right now is holidays. You feel me? Um, yeah. So we're just really trying to tackle all that. Trying to finish the year strong. Uh, trying to do one more event where we put the city on and, uh, you know, getting ready for 2022, bro. For sure. And you guys have been doing a lot to put the city on. You know, we were just talking about, you know, the yeah. the Fridays at LTD Bar and Grill. That's actually where I bought this shirt that I'm come rocking on, right now. On. You know, that knowledge. And you're rocking one, too, right? Yep, says, I'm uh, the Hustle. The Hustle. Yep. The Hustle shirt. And then yep. we got some hats over here. Um, yep. So we'll, we'll get into that in a, in a minute. But um, I actually just want to start at the beginning. You know, just tell yeah. us a little bit about yourself. Who you are and where you come from. Yup, yup. I mean, shit, bro. Roger, you know what I'm saying? Somos mexicanos. You know, yes, come on, man. We're Mexican. We're Mexican. Um, bro, I mean, grew up in SeaTac, went to Taiyi High School. Uh, moved up to Seattle to go to school, went out to UW. And shit. Um, graduated 2014 from UW. And right after that, bro, we went straight and started the business. You know what I'm saying? Went and talked to my brother, chopped it up. Had some designs, but I've always loved graphic design. Always yeah. loved photography. You feel me? And clothes was a great medium mm -hmm. to express myself, bro. You know, so I went to my brother, chopped it up, and we're just like, bro, like, let's, you know, I got these designs, bro. Let's open up this clothing brand. And then, you know, from 2014, bro, we've just been riding the wave. You feel me? I feel wow, that. That's the rest is history. Yeah. What was that like uh, growing up in SeaTac? Uh, man, you know, we live in the Trailas. So, oh, yeah. you know, it was a big Mexican community, bro. Big Mexican community one spot and then big Somalian community on the next spot and then we you know we had the Somalian homies up in the up in the north so it was kind of dope man because it was just very um very community based that's cool me? man um so it was dope bro that's what's up I'm always curious about like the the Mexican American experience growing up on the west side of the state because I grew up on the east side okay you know where there's a lot of agricultural work so we had yeah. a huge population out there I grew up in a small town of Othello Washington where, okay you know Mexicans were like 90 percent so I'm, I'm always curious so but, you, you were all it was all Latinos over yeah, there huh? for <laughs> sure so it was cool because we had a whole community you know when I yeah. moved to Seattle I kind of got culture shock because there's not like we're not as represented out here, but right. I'm curious to hear your experience. I want to dive deeper in that. You talked about the trailas. What was that like? You know, like yeah. you have like a lot of family friends and people like right. close friends you grew up with. Well, that's the craziest part, bro. I feel like, you know what I'm saying, in Seattle, bro, Seattle and urban cities around Seattle, SeaTac, Fairdale Way, you feel me? There's like a lot of communities within communities that are cultural, you feel me? So like the trailas, right. bro, it was, it was all Latinos, bro, all Mexicans, cool. bro, you feel me? So we grew up feeling like it was, you know what I'm saying, we came straight from Mexico to the trailers, you know what I'm saying, to the trailers and shit. So it just felt like home. It felt very community-based, bro. You know what I'm saying? We would just kick it outside, bro, with the homies till like yeah. 9 p.m., play soccer up in the streets, bro. It felt very home. I feel, you feel me? But 
outside of that, bro, you know, you step maybe a couple blocks away from that, then it was very different. You know what I'm saying? It was right. a different community. So it was dope, bro. And, and I mean, I think that's what got us grounded here in Seattle. You know what I'm saying? Coming yeah. from Mexico to Seattle, that's kind of what got us grounded is coming home and, and seeing other Latinos around yeah. and shit, bro. You know, we're growing up with a lot of kids, bro. You know, my brother met his wife out there. We had my, a lot of that's my awesome. best friends grew up, yeah. you know, that we grew up with are still, we're still real good friends with. So, cool, uh, you know, it's just dope, bro. Yeah. So. Community's everything, you know, right. I'm sure you guys have seen that. So you mentioned Mexico, right? So were you born in Mexico? Yeah. Yeah, bro. Born, uh, you know what I'm saying? Born in Mexico. Uh, was born in Puebla. It, once, uh, once I was like about nine years old, we, uh, we came straight to Seattle, um, had family out here. My my pops was out here before uh, before we came, and then we had a few uncles, and, and that's what drove us all the way to to Seattle. You feel me? Gotcha. That's cool. That's cool. And so then eventually, you know, you grew up in SeaTac, and then you went to UW. Yep. Why UW, and what did you study there? Uh, I mean, bro. To be honest, I feel like you know higher education was never really a thing, bro. You know what I'm saying? Especially yeah. growing up in SeaTac, bro. They don't really teach you a lot of a, a lot about higher education. You feel me? So yeah. I was blessed to get to be really involved in high school, you know what I'm saying? Like, my first two years were my f*** up years, low-key, you know? Um, and then my last two years, I was like, damn, I got to get my shit together, bro. Um, and I just got really involved in school, started learning about, you know, higher education, bro, college, started going to different, um, you know, college campuses to go check them out. And I was like, right. damn, bro, like, this is like this is it. You feel me? Like, this, there's a lot more than just C-Tech. Right. Um, and... Uh, I mean, you know what I'm saying? And then I think we had a, a program called Dream Project, you know, that, oh, yeah. that UW offers to high schools. And then once I was at UW, I did Dream Project, and I went back to Tai and helped a lot of kids oh, that's oh, apply, wow. apply to um, college and whatnot. And shit, bro. So, um, but you know what I'm saying? UW was just, I originally wanted to go to Western, apply to Western. Gotcha. I applied to a bunch of Northwest schools, bro. So Western, Gonzaga, um, UW, yeah. you know, Eastern, Wazoo. Right. Um, and funny enough, bro, I got waitlisted on up in Western. Oh, interesting. And really? then I got accepted to UW. Uh, you know, and I was like, well, I wanted to go to Western because it was like more outdoorsy. I was like, hello, outdoorsy, you know? Yeah. Um, but I got accepted to UW and I was just like, okay, well, I'm That's going to I'm going to UW, you Idiot, know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. And so what did you study at UW? Uh I started marketing. Oh, so man. I graduated yeah. marketing. Um, you know, it's a communications major with with a focus on marketing. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? It kind of just put two to two together. You feel me? Did, um, were, were there like creative influences as you were growing up and in high school? Cause you mentioned you had an affinity for like photography and like the creative side. Yeah. Did that, was that like manifested more in like college and that's where you found that passion that led you into marketing or how yeah. did that work? Uh, it was high school, bro. So high school, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, bro, it really comes down to resources, bro. In high school. Yeah. There was a, a program that opened up in my high school that was like a graphic design program. Um, they offer like all of the Adobe suite, you know what I'm saying? So we we're able to design like, um, what's it called? You know what I'm saying? Like the flyers, the we did the yearbook and, and all that shit. Um, so that kind of inspired, you know what I'm saying? I was like, damn, this shit's super dope, mm -hmm. you know? Um, that inspired it. Went to high school and then I started just, you know, I downloaded the software. So you feel me back yeah, in the day? Pirated. We, yeah, pirated. <laughs> um, and then I started using it just to kind of make, you know, a little side hustle on the side. You know what I'm saying? I used to fix graphics for a homie that was doing clothing. And that's how I got introduced uh, to clothing. Oh, interesting. So I used to fix his graphics back in the day. And then I used to, and then back in college, um, I was throwing a lot of events. 
You know what I'm saying? I used to live in the in the Greek system, you know, in those big ass houses. I ended up living at UW in a big ass Were Greek you in a system. Frat? I was in a frat. frat Wait, which you? frat was it? Uh, it was called Sayu. Sayu. Oh, okay, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, we're like a 19th. We're like 19th and 47th. Oh, so it was like one sick. of the, you know, it wasn't like the main ones, but it was a pretty popular one. That's cool. Um, yeah. And then there, bro, like that's where I got, you know, I got more involved in the frat in terms of like I want to do the management, right? So um, I started doing like I was the social president. You know what right. I'm saying? So I was doing Ooh, the I was okay. doing the parties. You were doing shit. the events. Oh, I was doing insane. the events. So with the events, bro, I had to register the parties to be dubbed. And and that's low key how I got a lot of experience with event management. Interesting. And, you know what I'm saying? And um, you know, because you had to register the events through UW, through the police, through Seattle police. Um, so I low key got a lot of experience through that. Um, and then I had to go get a bunch of different frats to sign the parties. You know what I'm saying? Because it was like a party cost about two grand to throw. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, I would go to a different frat and be like, hey, bro, like, come, come party with us. We're going to get X, Y, Z, you know, right. alcohol, whatever, and then get them as a sponsor. Um, and then, you know, join, have like four different frats all in one. So it could be like a big yeah. frat party. Right. That's cool. Yeah. Though. I would have never um, thought, but like those skills are very like you can transmit those skills to what you're doing now with mediums collecting. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. right. I mean, and that's that's exactly what it is, bro. You know what I'm saying? Graphic. De- like I took graphic design and then the event experience. And like I said, it was just, you know, it was it was a lot of creative outlets for me um, in order right. for me to do that. But it also taught me a lot of business. And you know what I'm saying? I was yeah. able to kind of translate my creative, my creativity towards more of an on a business aspect of things. Right. Um. And yeah, bro, I mean, you know, 10, 10 years later, bro, 11 years later now, twenty, you know, 2021, bro, like, you know what I'm saying? We're, I'm still using those skills, you know what I'm saying? When I go yeah. and look out for a sponsor for an event, you know, it brings me back to the college days when I used to go get a house to come sign up and do a party with us, right? right. So registering the parties, you know, it's like registering your business. And, right. and you know, there's a lot of... A yeah. lot of administrative work that I learned in college. Oh, for sure. Because there's mm-hmm. a certain way you got to approach, like, your business partners, your vendors, the, the city, right. right, the police, right. the noise variances, all those yeah, things. Yeah. Like, right. And since you've done it before, there's just a certain level of confidence that comes with it. That's cool, man. Yeah, man. That's a great perspective. Um, yeah, man. So, like, so what are some, some of the events that you guys have thrown with Mediums Collective recently? I know you guys have had a lot going on. Yeah. Well, I mean... You know, Mediums Collective, we're a brand, bro. So we, we're clothing, right? Right. So we're a streetwear brand. Um, you know, we we started with the, with the brand, bro. We started doing um, pop-ups, right? So we would go to... Mm, we, yeah. So back in the day, we went to like Hempfest, right? Hempfest, Bumbershoot, um, Sasquatch. We did um, Paradiso back on the big raves at the Gorge, right? So um, right off the bat with the brand, we would just get a 10 by 10 space, bro, and, and go to all the major festivals, right? Um and then once we started doing that, you know, 20, 2020 really, bro, was when my brother chopped it up and we we're like, hey, bro, like we're going to um, really start putting our own events, hosting our own events, right? We have the experience. Yeah. I have the experience from college. I have We have the experience as being a, a vendor, right? Because we did that for like four years. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then from there, bro, you know, 2020, we just kind of went super hard, right? So one of the biggest ones, you know, Fremont Fridays was the big one. You know, that was a collaboration with, um, with Marshall Law Band. Uh, we did the Cinco de Mayo. The Cinco de Mayo was was before Fremont Fridays, and that's kind of what the, got the town buzzing. We had like you know twenty Latino artists, you know, on the stage, bro. We had like about fifty, uh, you know, Latino businesses, um, and it was just kind of a dope that's culture. You feel me? Like I, I, the way you know the way we put it together, it kind of mm-hmm. economically empower everybody. Right? That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So it was it was dope, yeah. man. Is that going to be a yearly thing? Seems That's the game mind. plan, bro. That's the game plan. And and yeah. this year we're trying to do, you know, 2022, bro, I'm really trying to take my event. You know, 
it was very street level, right? We're doing we're doing events in parking lots, we're doing events in parks, right? Aye. Um, we're doing it kind of very underground still, and now we're um, now we're breaking through, right? The next one is going to be a Numos and Barbosa, right? The the last one was at the Aye. Nectar Lounge, and what I'm really trying to do now is break it to a point where it's like, okay, how do we take it mainstream, right? How do we start, you know, getting the block? And doing yeah. a block party, right? Instead of Capital Block Hill party being Capital Block Hill party, it could be a Mediums Collective event. Right. Right. So my, that's my next goal is, at least in terms of the events, is taking them to the next level, bringing next level sponsorships, bringing the city to the whole next level, and really exposing the local culture, right? Because right. that's really what what we need here in Seattle. Yeah, that community. I'm, I'm interested around, like, how, because I have no idea how this works, but, like, setting up an event like that, like where you bring in different artists and and have other people um, put their booths there. Like, like tell me a little bit about like what does it take? Like, how do you how do you work with artists to come on to you know the event? Like, I guess tell me a little bit about that whole yeah. process. Um, I mean to be honest, bro, it's been very organically for us. Um, just because with the brand, you know, we have a lot of homies that just do you know what I'm saying. Music and fashion go hand in hand, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So we have a lot of homies that, um, you know what I'm saying, that do music, you know? So it's very organically, you know what I'm saying? And 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 we just kind of, you know, Seattle is low-key very knit. You know what I'm saying? We're very close, bro. So it, it's really just reaching out, right? Reaching out on Instagram, reaching out, you know what I'm saying? Right. Or being friends of a friend, right? Marshall's friends with another artist, right? And then Marshall can be like, hey, bro, we're doing this event, you know? So it's kind of like a cross-networking thing. Right. Um but really, it's just hitting them up, bro. Really hitting them up and just telling them on the vision. You know what I'm saying? When when I plan an event, when we plan an event, there's always a, a deeper purpose than just, like, a show, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so just really selling them on the vision, selling them on what we're trying to do. Um, and at least when we do events, bro, we really try to take it to the next level, right? So really create the experience where it's, like, a better experience than, than the last one. Mm-hmm. So I, I think really just... Uh, a lot of the artists seeing what we bring to the table and the energy that we put into putting an event gets them excited about being part of our events, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, man, it, you know, and then it, after that, it's just really just, you know, you scoping out talent, bro. There's a lot of talent in the city. For just sure. continuing the momentum. And then just continuing the momentum, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now for me, you know, I'm, you know, when we talk about mediums, bro, um, you know, and then the events, it sounds like we we're promoters, right? But we're not promoters, bro. We're a clothing brand, right? That's yeah. the that's the bread and butter of my business. You know what I'm saying? We're a clothing brand, bro. We're you know, we're a product company. Um, so what I'm trying to do now is is how do I get my event experience and, and blend it in with fashion, right? Aye. And and what we got cooking up next is we're trying to do a fashion show, right? Oh wow. So we're trying to do a fashion show and we're trying to bring the Seattle community, we're trying to bring um, you know, music into it, we're trying to bring knowledge into it. Right, so, where I'm trying to have maybe like some panelists, right, that have people that with experience, you know, maybe we'll have you guys out there with the podcast, yeah, yeah. you know, doing Do a it live, live podcast, yeah. Right, so trying to bring, and this is the the, you know, the the heart of mediums is just bringing all different mediums into one space, yeah. mm-hmm. right, and that's why mediums is a clothing brand, but but our work is a lot more than just a clothing brand, right? Right, we we're trying to build community, we're trying to build it to to, you know, to the next level bringing it on the next production, right? So, yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome to see, you know, small businesses scaling throughout the community and really having an impact. I also heard on the last podcast that you were on with Nast. That shout, you out th- Nast. shout out Nast. Yeah, yeah, shout, shout out to the, the Nast boy. podcast. <laughs> um, that you're starting, uh, you're thinking about starting your own, uh, like, physical store. Like, tell yeah. me a little bit about, like, that and, like, how far along is it? Is there a date that you have in mind? Um, 
Really, bro? I mean, you know, we've done pop-ups for so long, bro, that, you know, it's it's a lot of work, bro. It is. It's a I lot of work, tell, right? Yeah. All my stuff is in the car right now for Trippy Barber's um, event, you know, and it's really, bro, like, setting it up, and by the end of the night, we have to tear it all down, right? Yeah. So that's a lot of work, bro. Um, and after doing it for a while, I love it, bro. There's a there's a hustle behind it, right? And it, and it really sure. grounds us to the next level. Um, but really, like I said, bro, I mean, the whole game is elevating it, right? And mm-hmm. and presenting, you know, my clothes and, and, and the merch that I'm doing now and the merchandise that I'm bringing for 2022, you know, I'm tr- really trying to take it to the next level. So the, my presentation always, you know, I'm always trying to step up my presentation. And I think a clothing store and putting it in shelves is really the best way to present my clothes now. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, so you talked about the quality and the feel of it. You, you guys pay a lot of attention to, like, whatever whatever goes into your product, it has to be the highest quality. I mean, yeah. that's within your mantra, right? High quality street. Right, wear. right, right. I mean, yeah, hundred percent, bro. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And, uh, I mean, that's, that's what's being our, you know, our focus with our brand, bro, is, yeah. is making sure that it fits right, making sure that it feels right, making sure that it's, you know, that it's a good quality material, right? We're looking at, yeah. the, we're looking yeah. at the, yeah. the let's, let's, right. let's talk about this a little bit here. Um, Man. and going through just like the quality of it. I mean, we were just talking about, like, the side pocket here and the yeah. attention to detail. Like, I've never seen anything like this before. Come on. Come yeah, on. Yeah, and this is this is really cool to see. Um, yeah, you show them, like, the, the yeah. inside of it. There's the, you said the, the flyer of the event. This was back in 2019, um, the Hempfest, a collab that you did. Yep. Um yeah, really high quality stuff. Yeah, man. You got a little bag in the hat. I've never seen that before. Bro, you That's know, yeah, because I mean, so there's been other hats that have, you know, the little stash pockets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. But they're always inside the inside the hat. That's uncomfortable. Oh. They're always inside the hat. And it's and it's cool. It's a dope concept, bro. Right. And to be honest, I, I was inspired by that concept, right? Because I saw the stash pocket and I'm right. like, damn, that shit clean. Um, but with this collab with Hamfest, bro, you know, I was, you know, I was conceptualizing the design. Right. right. And I'm and I'm thinking Hempfest and I'm like, okay, what is Hempfest about? Right. And then and then Hempfest is about, you know, legalizing cannabis. And it's pro it's a pro cannabis festival, right? And it's about bringing it up front to the people, um, on the legal aspect of it and and then just you know, from from the consumer aspect of it, right? So then I'm like, in terms of my collab and the design, I was like, Okay, bro, like, why don't we put the pocket outside, right? Let people know that we, you know, the, there's a little stash and, you know what I'm right. saying? Let people know that we stoners, bro. Let people know that this is the culture in Seattle. Right. right. You wear it mm-hmm. proudly, right? Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And, and that's what Hempfest was about. And then that, you know what I'm saying? That inspiration, I was like, okay, well, let me design this little pocket yeah. and let me try to put it outside so people can see it, right? And people can see it. People can recognize it. And it turns out to be a dope concept, bro. And we're going to, yeah. we're really going to expand this for 20, uh, for 2022 in terms uh, of all of our headwear. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's going to have all of our zipper pockets. That's right? cool. So yeah, that's awesome. I want to pivot real quick. So you guys have been in the you know in the game for like about seven years, right? You said 2014 was yep. when Mediums Collective got started. What are some crazy stories that you've experienced in that time? Uh, and this could be like any like events and stuff like that because you mentioned that you've been sitting out in events for ten hours and nothing happened. Yeah, I'm sure there's some stories in there that. Yeah, I mean, bro, there's been some crazy stories. Um, let me see. One was crazy was uh Paradiso 2017, I think, bro. We um you know, we have we have our booth. Um and you know, it's Paradiso, it's right at the gorge. If you know where the gorge is at, you know, it's up in eastern Washington. Um weather gets kind of crazy out there, you know. Um yeah. so right in the middle of the show, there was like a fat storm, bro, like a super fat storm. They had to close down the festival. They like oh, shut wow. down the festival, bro, because it was like lightning, it was like super strong wind. 
and you gotta understand my 10 by 10 is just like a you know a canopy right. you know we had to strap it down bro and um and it was just crazy because lining was like coming down right behind the stage it was kind of it was low-key kind of dangerous bro wow. it was pretty dangerous um and you know what i'm saying everyone was evacuating the venue and then we're just in our booth, bro. My booth is flying off because this wind is hella strong. And me and my brother are just holding it down. You know, like <laughs> my, my banner is like ripped and it's like flying off, bro. And oh, then I have wow. like, you know, we have a bunch of people that are coming out and they're helping us because they've seen that my booth is flying away. My clothes are getting trashed, you know what I'm saying? And oh, no. it, it was just, it, you know, the, the festivals and, and just vending outside was a whole different experience, bro. Um, yeah. That taught us a lot in terms of like, yo, we got to bring the straps. We got to bring like you know, the weights we got to bring, like, we got to be really prepared for, like, nature. You know mm -hmm, what I'm right. saying? But that was really crazy, bro. You know, my booth was, literally one of my canopies got wrecked, and then my wow. booth just flew off, yeah. bro. My booth literally just flew off. Have um, you ever lost, like, inventory because of that, or, like... I mean, luckily, no, but, I mean, you know, a lot of my inventory did get messed up. You know what I'm mm -hmm, saying? It got right. dirty, it got flew off, you know. I do a lot of, you know, I have a lot of white <laughs> in my right. clothes, you know what I'm saying? A lot of, like, colors and... And a lot of it got dust, you know, super dusty. When we go to, like, a lot of other events that were, like, um, in, like, campgrounds or, like, you know what I'm saying? And then it got yeah. dusty. My clothes got super dusty, you know? So, yeah. bringing it back to the storefront, this is why I want a storefront, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because carrying my clothes left and right, you know, they, they, they kind of get ruined. You know, there was a good batch that got ruined. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you know, all fun and games, man. It was, it was a dope experience, you know? Then my booth, after the storm kind of passed away for... You know, for like 30 minutes, it was like 30, it was like super strong for like 10, 15 minutes and then kind of died off. And then, you know, me and my brother were just like, all right, bro, we got people in the booth. You know what I mean? Uh, we plugged the speaker back on and then it was a fat party right after that, yeah. you know, in my booth <laughs> while, while the festival was kind of getting their stuff together, bringing that people back in. Right. You know, Medium's Collective booth was like the, the, spot, the spot where you wanted to be, you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> we had we had the speaker and it was just popping. Bro. It was, yeah, that's um, dope. It was like a dope, beautiful experience, you know what I'm saying? The, that just, yeah. you know, that doesn't happen unless you're just active. You know what I'm saying? Right, you, yeah. Unless you go into those festivals. Unless you putting yourself out there. You know what I'm saying? So. And throughout, like, that whole process, uh, you were explaining the other podcasts, you've been able to find, like, what festivals worked for you, what festivals didn't. Right. Uh, I guess, which one of those festivals that you attended didn't work for you completely? Um, I mean, there was a lot. You know what I'm saying? I mean, back in the beginning, bro, I think it was just a lot about exploring. You know, sure. putting your brand out there. When, when you're a brand new brand... You know, like you think you know your customer. You think you, you know what I'm saying. I didn't really know, bro. I just yeah. created what I thought was cool. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying, and then put it out there. Um, luckily, bro, I was blessed that people really liked my design. Um, but really, there was a lot of you know. We did a Fremont Farmers Market. You know, there was like a there's a Fremont Farmers Market. Um, and it was dope. You know, what I'm it was a dope market, great place for small businesses. But we stood there right. for like ten hours, bro. Damn, <laughs> and man. there was no sale. You know what I mean? But it was we were super early in the game. Right. You know, and then we did um let me see you know we've done little markets we've done big markets um but we found out that you know the best one is just the things that we like right mm -hmm. we like hip-hop you know we like smoking weed right yeah. so we go to the weed festivals right and that's when my clothes hit a lot so i think just basing my putting my clothes where you know what i'm saying where inspiration comes from you know what i'm saying you know we listen to that type of music so i'm not going to put my clothes on a show that's like a country show Right. And it might hit. I don't know. I've never done it, mm -hmm. but I don't listen to country like that. You feel me? So it right. doesn't, you know, so I feel like, I don't know who knows if my clothes might resonate at that event. What if I put them out there and, and it flops? Right. Yeah, Cause my, right. cause my style and my design wasn't inspired by country. 
You know what I'm saying? Right, so, yeah. So if it like it, you feel like if it doesn't speak to you, it doesn't really resonate with the core audience that you're trying to target. Right, right. And it's just about speaking, you know what I'm saying, speaking with you, staying true to what you are, who you are, what you like, what you don't like, you know what I'm saying, and finding that, um, you know, finding those interests and finding those events that kind of resonate with, yeah. you know what I'm saying, yeah. with with what, you, what you're trying to, uh, you know, put your brand and, and have it represent. Right. Yeah, exactly. I want to pivot real quick. I know there's a lot of young people out there that want to start their own brand. Maybe they don't know where to start, yeah. you know, and they want to express themselves. You've already dropped a lot of gems. Yeah. But what advice specifically would you give to maybe someone who's in high school or in college that wants to start their own brand? Mm-hmm. Uh, You know, I mean, it's a lot, bro. I mean, you know, the clothing business is competitive, bro. The clothing business yeah. is one of the hardest business right. to really be in. Um, But, you know what I'm saying? I think just, you know, uh, be true to yourself. Um, you know, if fashion is, is, is what you love, bro, then, then, um, you know, just be unique with it, be real with it. Um, you know, this, put your own design to it, put your own twist to it. You know what I'm saying? I think in the clothing game, it's really how you differentiate yourself now, you know what I'm saying? And how you make it unique yeah. and how you really twist it. And, and, and bro, that secret sauce is you, mm-hmm. you feel me? Because yeah. your own style, your own, um, you know, your own vibe is reflected to what you make. So my clothes are unique because of my experiences. Your clothes are unique because of your experiences. And I think really sticking to the ground level of knowing where you come from, what you are, who you are, what you want to express, bro, and putting that in the product that you make, whether it's clothes, whether it's a a podcast, whether it's any brand, bro, really, just anything that you make, bro, I think it's going to become authentic. You feel me? So Mm -hmm. um, stay true to yourself, bro. Stay true to your values, you feel me? And, And put that in your work. Yeah, that's some good advice. Yeah. Take notes. <laughs> we'll clip no, it. Man. Um, so what can uh what can people expect from Mediums Collective moving forward? Yeah. Well, Mediums Collective, man, we just got blessed. Um, you know, we got nominated for a grant. Um that was wow. super dope. We got Oh wow, yeah. Yeah, we got nominated for a Comcast grant. Um just on my birthday, bro. I got wow. the news on my birthday, which was a blessing. Yeah. Um and that's gonna give us a nice little boost. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna put that together. We're working on a collection for twenty twenty two. Um, it's about to be a dope collection. We've got some dope-ass yeah. colors coming our way. I got some dope styles. It's a cut and sew. We're trying to bring my quilted fabrics back, which is, um, you know, kind of was the hit in terms of my clothes. Um, so we're bringing that back. I got the fashion show that, I, that I've that i been cooking, that I've been trying to plan. So I'm, I'm starting to cook that together, plan that together, um, and really take that to the next level. And, you know, we're just excited for 2022, bro, just really crushing it. You know, we're talking about Cinco de Mayo, making it a, a, a yearly event. You know, we're talking about potentially doing Fremont Fridays again and, and doing it on a higher level. Um, and then we're talking about doing the storefront. You know what I'm saying? We're mm-hmm. talking about getting a storefront. I know we're uh, we're in conversations with a few malls. So, you know, oh, wow. seeing about putting it in the mall. If not, maybe looking for our own locations and start, you know, start putting our own physical space out there. So um, yeah. a lot of exciting things, bro. Um, you know what I'm saying? So tap in meanscollective.com. That's awesome, man. That's a lot of big things. There's yeah. a lot, man. Way, man. Lots yes. of blessings. Really happy Thank to hear you. that. Thank you. Um, so yeah, th- that was actually my next question. How can people reach out to you, whether it's like vendors that wanna, you know, link up, yeah. artists, or people who just want to buy your clothes? Right. Mediumscollective.com, and that's the best way to reach us. You know what I'm saying? We have a contact list out there, social media at Mediums Collective. You know, uh, on the screen right now, oh, you can yep, see Mediums Collective collective.com yep yep um you can see their new collections yep. it's a really nice website by the way thank you brother for thank sure you. man yeah. this is clean y'all got Super some like clean. great you. product shots i'm rocking that shirt right there hey come on mm-hmm. 
Let's go. And, yeah. you know, yeah, so tap into the website, man. I put a lot of efforts and love to the website, too. You know what I'm saying? Designing it, making sure it's uh, user-friendly, making sure that you have different payments. Uh, we just plugged in this um, additional plugin where you can actually do um, Biden increments, right? So it's, uh, you, you pay, you know what I'm saying? You pay, pay as you go. It, yes. It's like four payments, right? So if, oh, if the product gotcha. is $100, you only pay $25 now. It'll charge you $25 in a month. And then um, send it's like increments. So um, it allows you to kind of buy a big order That's and, cool. with small payments, right? So I'm trying to do a lot of work with the website. Um, we do a lot of efforts online, you know what I'm saying, with the email list. Um, you know, And you also have your pop-up events here too, which I really like. Yep, you can yep. see if you want to see it in person and feel the product. Um, at the time of this filming, the next event is at Elevated Lounge, but you can see the other yeah. future That's schedules. That's tonight, Trippy well. Barbers, man. She's a dope barber from the city. Yep. She's featured out here, man. Yeah, she's having a, sure. uh, you know, she's she's doing a lot for the community as well. So I'm just happy to be a part of that. She invited us. Um, so, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we're coming out there. Then we got, um, we got invited to our revival show um, up in Capitol Hill. They, um, I think they, it was like, it's a big organization that um, got a big grant from the city to put a lot of businesses on. Um, so we got so invited sad. to that. That's uh, on the 12th, I believe. Um, yep, December 12th. And then we got the Emerald City Gala with uh, Marshall Law Band. That's awesome, man. That's yeah, awesome. Well, lots to look forward to. Um, this episode will be airing like the first week of, of January. Year, right? Yeah, of the new year. So okay, you're well, you're going to miss all that. Yeah. Uh, man, check out <laughs> the There's more events, though. <laughs> check out the, at this point, you can go to their page and check right. out the recap of those events. And I'm sure that you guys will have a lot of events in 2022. Yeah, the so fashion show, man. I say really the fashion show is what's what I'm the most hype about 2020 or yeah. 2022. I mean, you know what I'm saying? The mm -hmm. fashion show is really what I'm going to be putting a lot of my energy to. I'm going to, you know what I'm saying? I'm really going to try to put a lot of the models on a lot of small brands yeah. that I've been working with. Uh, you know, we're trying to create that platform. I'm trying to really invest into a really great production. Um, so the 20, you know, 2022 fashion show with our new line, I think that's going to be the exciting thing. Man, that's that's going to awesome, be a game changer. Right? Yeah. Oh, well, that's cool. Well, Roger, thank you so much for coming on. You know, we really appreciated this conversation. Thanks for sharing your knowledge. Thanks for speaking on Mediums Collective. Uh, make sure y'all follow Mediums Collective on Instagram. Tap in with their website. We got the links in our bio. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on TikTok. And stay tuned. We got episodes every Wednesday. Catch us next time. Peace.